Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. American made. Listen up, Auto Thoughts and the Set the Clowns. You're listening to Prime Cuts, a nonlinear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Audrey. I'm your other host, Nero. And we have another special guest with us tonight. Want to introduce yourself? Oh, absolutely. And first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show, Audrey. You were an absolute pleasure to be on our SWAT <laughs> episode. Many, jeez, we actually just, uh, sorry, to introduce myself, my name is David. I am from the Shonen Flop podcast. We are, uh, should I keep going into it? or? I mean, I- so we had Jordan on a couple weeks ago. Oh, well, um, yeah. Uh, but if there's anything you'd like to <laughs> to talk about it, uh, by all means. Yeah, just if you didn't hear from when Jordan was on, my better half. Uh, Shonen <laughs> Flop is a podcast that looks at lesser-known Shonen manga that ran in Shonen Jump that didn't do so well. A lot of these are a bunch of stinkers. Uh, we've had a lo- really awesome time. Audrey was on our SWAT episode. Fun fact, Audrey, there before he made SWAT, the offer of SWAT made... Zon, which may be the worst drawn thing that ever was run in Shonen Jump. That's a fun fact. Jordan, so you actually- <laughs> Jordan did mention, yes, Zon. <laughs> ah, I stole my... Ma- ah, Jordan always is stealing all of my Stolen material. Stolen valor. Son of a gun. Well, here's a fun fact. Uh, you can find our latest episode on Duran Duran Duran, because Jordan didn't know it was scheduled at the time of this recording, with the wonderful Megan from the Volume 1 podcast. So that should be out by the time you're listening to this episode. Is that a, awesome. a manga about the adventures of like 80s band Duran Duran? So I like made that joke. It's them? actually a JoJo's offshoot. Yes, it is actually. <laughs> um, it's actually, or actually, yeah. And it's also, it's actually in the same cinematic universe as Duran, or sorry, Doran Duran. Or sorry, wow. Dan to Don to Don. There Dan we go, sorry. Oh, this, okay, is, uh, yeah, yeah. this is what happens. It's been a long day. It's, uh, you know, 8.45 my time. I don't know about you, Audrey, what time's on Queens is in. <laughs> <laughs> how is it related every borough how, is in a separate time zone <laughs> how is it related to durarara i assume all of these are connected somehow uh, they are yes. yeah and, <laughs> yes, and, and uh and dororo all also connected <laughs> and dorohidoro yep. yes that's what i was about yep. to say yeah all, all part of the same the the dcu the d cinematic <laughs> universe <laughs> the onomatopoeia universe and also bobo bo uh-huh bobo bobo bo. but we're not here to talk about any of those no. fine programs no. we're here to talk about transformers animated episodes eight and well, nine first, first before we get oh, into that right. uh david what is your history with the transformers franchise so i like i would say uh, most children definitely was pretty into transformers from the ages of eight to 12 and then unlike most children i was really into transformers from the ages of 12 to 30 Mm -hmm. which is my current age so i've quite enjoyed it i haven't been up to date with as much i know that you previously covered prime which i actually watched that entire series and i was a really big fan of it animated was kind of in this weird spot where i guess i was just like a little too old to be watching it when it aired but i can definitely get into my thoughts um i've also read some of the transformers comics like more than meets the eye Mm. is just a fantastic transformers comic and i just love that first chapter or first issue that's been reading too much manga 
Um, so Nero and yeah. I don't know anything about yeah, that. We, ne- we never, we never talk, talk about, about <laughs> we never talk about that series at all. And we certainly don't talk about it for upwards of fifteen minute for, tangents. Yeah, for oh, for God. for a podcast that is about the Transformers franchise on television, we sure do talk about stuff that's not on television a lot. I love it. I also want to give a shout out to the Transformers wiki for it's. I just love how all of the images have really stupid captions. For being the funniest fandom wiki out there, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the, the, it's the only good fandom wiki. We yes, stand. have you have you tried reaching out to see if you can uh, get the guy who runs it to come on the show? Not no, yet. but it's a one, lot. One day, one day, we Chris have, McFeely will be here. We do have some some crispy uh, fans, uh, uh, crispy guest stars uh, nice. lined up for later for later uh, seasons. But oh, yes. that's so exciting! I'm yeah. so glad to hear that. Yeah, so, but yeah, this is animated, different beasts from Prime, and th- this pairing of episodes really does feature one of my favorite, uh, like, the duality of animated here, where the first episode we're talking about is, once again, it's just a Teen Titans episode. Like, just yeah. straight up, super, super villain doing super villain stuff. And then the next episode is, hey kids, do you like body horror and intense trauma? Well, come on in! Do you have a transformation fetish? Now you don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, if you yes. did, now you don't. <laughs> I really want to get to the second episode, so let's go ahead and speed. Get it? Through episode mm-hmm. eight. I get Nanos. it. Zoom, zoom, zooming along. Nanosec. Really good energy we're bringing here tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's about how much energy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm here with it. Um, so, yeah, so nanosec. Yeah. I just Googled nanosec to bring up the TF wiki, but I didn't add anything to it. So I just Googled nanosec. Once again, we're all we're firing on all the cylinders tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, That's a good start. Will you so also be it, wicking, wicking the word spider for the second episode? Right, yes. yeah. Um, it starts off with a petty criminal um, avoiding a police drone, which is as, as effective at its job as an actual police officer. Yeah, I was about to say, these fucking police drones are dumb as a bag of hammers so basically the same um now i now i understand all the uh, fan zone and everyone else being like they're gonna take our jobs yeah they're doing as good a job as they can so (laughs) why why pay all of these dumb dumb shitty policemen salaries when you just have dumb shitty cop bots who we don't have to pay yeah i I noticed there's actually quite a bit of propaganda in this series oh yes and i was a little especially when one of the characters is straight up a cop all of them yeah. technically oh, are. Prowl's a cop cop. Yeah, yeah no, Prowl, Prowl, he's the cop of cops. Although, Prowl's funnily enough, a cop cop with a capital Prowl, C. Yeah, Prowl is like the least cop ish of the version of the character. Yeah, and also being That's the true. only one who is an actual police vehicle. Okay, well, technically, Bumblebee <laughs> is also a police vehicle, but only by uh, pr- property of him being the chief's uh, car uh, yeah. that he scanned. But yeah, so. Yeah. And he's not. He's not. He's not actually Fanzone's car. <laughs> no. He's his own independent being. He just scanned Fanzone's he's a, he's car. Just a, he's, he's a strong independent being. He is he's yeah. a copy of Fanzone's car, which does keep getting destroyed repeatedly throughout the series. Oh, jeez. So, I, I will say, though, that like t- to that point, we get um, Prowl's hollow form later in this episode. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, he's a cop cop. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, got it. Good. And he has a he that his although I will say his holoform avatar does have a, a just as impressive of a chin as he does. So. Kind of looks like Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> he kind of does. Oh, okay. They took that off um, HBO Max. So it was very sad. 
Yeah. I thought it was the only one. Yeah. I was like, what's it? They, they, Thanos snapped everything off of there. Anyway, this cop, this cop is failing to catch a petty criminal because it jumps on his head, which is, if you play any, uh, GTA game, you will know is the police officer's weak spot. Um, and, uh, he manages to get away, but then Bumblebee sort of, like, swooses right in. Well, it's and- so funny because, so, first of all, let's set the scene here. This is all taking place during a fireworks show, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's robbing some kind of dock warehouse. Also, this uh, this normal petty criminal, please ignore <laughs> that he is uh, voiced by, by Brian Posen, yet another, like, character actor that we're at, we're, we're putting into the show. Um, he's not a character. His name isn't Nino Sexton. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nanosex's real name is Nino Sexton. It's true. And uh, fun fact, he is voiced by acclaimed Brian, comedian yeah, Brian, Brian Pozen. Brian uh, of uh, the Mr. Show fame. Who I believe also wrote a little bit of Deadpool back in the day. Really? Um, the fucking Yu-Gi-Oh character name. He is <laughs> the school is. of name name generation. So yeah, but it's even funnier than Bumblebee swooshing in. Bumblebee is like sitting on the docks, running with his door open, <laughs> and Sexton just goes like, "Oh man, some guys are really stupid. I'll just gr- get into this free getaway car." And then Bumblebee like basically toys with him like a cat for a while. Yeah. Okay. The one thing I want to say is that like he he so he's like. I should just take you in, but I'm feeling a little funny. I'm feeling a little <laughs> naughty. Yeah. So go ahead, try to run. And so Nino, Nino Sexton, um, <laughs> runs in the other direction. And before he can take like five steps, Bumblebee's there. Because as we know, Bumblebee's big thing is being small and fast. Yes. And... Uh, when he gets there this time, he just goes, denied. Yeah. <laughs> this goes on for a bit, and then Bumblebee, or not, but Bulkhead rolls up and just goes, hey, can you fucking stop? Can you just <laughs> arrest him already? I want to watch the fireworks. <laughs> I would, I honestly would have thought that there would have been a concern that like the fireworks were triggering the PTSD of given all the wars some of them have been in, but well, well, actually, these guys the have not episode. been in wars. Yeah, only one well, of them has uh, only one of them on Earth has ever experienced Optimus, any of the war. Uh, uh, oh, well, you're right. Yeah, um, Ratchet, Ratchet is the only one who's uh, who was actually in the war. Mm-hmm. I always forget which series I have where Optimus is old and weathered versus because like in Prime, he's just he's been through fucking all of it. Yeah, and I mean, in this, he's not even leader of the Autobots. He's just leader of this particular band of idiots. Um, <laughs> but yeah, while they're arguing, Sexton tries to escape, and Bulkhead, like, slams his wrecking ball down in front of him, just like basically like, hey, uh, don't go anywhere, we're still talking. <laughs> Which causes the, the dock they're standing on to completely collapse and dunk, dump Bulkhead and Bumblebee in the drink. Bulkhead, I needed that. Bulkhead, the city of Detroit needed that. <laughs> It's just I I just I don't know why but I find it so funny that they set it in real life Detroit. Yeah, because like mean, most of these. Sh- oh yeah, sorry, Audrey. Uh, all of these shows are set in like debatably real life places. I don't think Jasper Nevada <laughs> is real, but Armada Jasper, was but- set in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, Armada set in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, G one set in Portland, Oregon. Is it? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spark Plug has a has a um, 
his shop is in downtown Portland. Um, so, you know, Jasper, Nevada isn't necessarily a real place, but there's so many towns that are basically Jasper, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Jasper, that... Nevada is spiritually real. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's Reno to me. So Sexton is like hey, dangling from the dock and, and Optimus picks him up and he, you know, he has a cl- he has the classic Optimus line of, hey, you know, I'm, I'm new here, but uh, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to pay for those things before you run off with them. <laughs> this is like, this episode is some of the angriest I think we've seen Optimus get. He, yeah, he's <laughs> he very mad. He hates this guy. <laughs> he fucking, who can blame him? Nanosec's a piece of shit. Um, seeing a piece of shit, Megatron is... He's not. He's not happy with how the state of things are going, uh, considering he is still ahead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, some decks going on about new technology and uh, this like new technology he's developing. Megatron's like, "Oh, that that sounds awesome. I need it." And uh, some decks like, "Yeah, no can do. No can do, boss bot." And Megatron's like unacceptable <laughs> and there's just like a pause and some tech looks at him and goes so i'm getting some kind of evil vibes from you right now why don't we ask your nice friends for help <laughs> like, oh, no i uh I, I couldn't stand for them to see me in such a state no no uh, I, I'll, I'll be fine um yeah he, so he tells some that he needs destronium circuitry for his body first of all destronium is a reference to the Japanese name for the Decepticons in G1, which were the Destrons. Um, I don't think that is a name that's used in most modern media anymore, though. I think they're just the Decepticons. It was used in Armada. That's right, it was. So I think I think around this time is when they swapped over to the Decepticons, I believe. Um, but yeah, so he needs the strontium circuitry for his body, but some back and forums are like, well, where you come from, maybe that's a very common element. But we literally only have, like, one canister of this stuff on Earth. And also, it's so volatile that we can't move it. So, yeah, gotta, it's gotta like, do something else. The only thing, like, and he's like, well, I mean, I guess if you got it here in less than ten minutes. But no one can move that fast. <laughs> or can they? Yeah. I, I was like, I kind of was like, all right. I know this is for kids, but did you really have to show the super speed suit in the scene right before this conversation? No, it's actually in the scene after this conversation. Yeah, oh, is it scene. right after? Yeah, oh, my God. There's, there's, yeah, exactly. there's a scene between these. Still, I was like, did it, did it really have to be that I thought together? I thought it'd be, it was pretty funny that he, because like, it, I think it's honestly all kind of all rightly seated of like Megatron noticing this fucking ridiculous invention that Sumdak is testing. <laughs> gonna like say hold yeah. on is there a second friend i do love it so we we do get this te- scene of the testing and it's going horribly wrong that's so yeah. bad this the dude guy is, uh, this dude's gonna have a fuck some a fucking like necks neck fracture yeah so this technology is like a super speed suit basically um yep. and it's in like a roller der- it's being tested in like a roller derby rink basically and it is out of control. And the guys are like, <laughs> some of the scientists are like, Professor Sumdak, our test subject is dying. And Sumdak's like, this isn't about him. <laughs> <laughs> this is about science. Yeah. This, is that, this... Isn't the test subject drowning? This isn't about him. This, this, is, when, this is when Sumdak says the thing about how being having to get there in under 10 minutes. Um, but between then and now, there's a there, we check in at the Autobot base where Prime is 
given Bumblebee a little bit of a chewing out for his fucking shitty behavior earlier. It's like, listen, if you just arrested the guy, stop, you, you fuck around too much. So I'm going to send you on a training day with Prowl and Bulkhead. Do you know, do you know that, um, like, screenshot from RuneScape of the guy going, for once in your, I'm begging you for once in your life, think before you speak? Yes, <laughs> that is, that is, that is prime throughout this entire episode. Yeah. And Bumblebee's like, oh, man, I don't want to go training. Me and Sorry, we're going to test out some insanely dangerous new prototypes your dad made. <laughs> oh, right. No, this is this is the part, right, where where Sorry's like, all my, my dad's stuff is perfectly safe. And then it cuts over to yeah, this test. Yes. Yeah, so basically, Sumdak has apparently made Bumblebee these fucking thrusters. At least I assume he made these specifically for Bumblebee because they have his color scheme. <laughs> Yeah, it's all it's oddly convenient how that is. Um and Bumblebee is like, alright, alright, Ratchet, fucking put the put these things on me. He's like, No, I'm not going to do that. As your chief medical officer, I cannot recommend grafting untested, possibly <laughs> incompatible technology to your fucking body. But sorry's like, I don't have that problem. Just, uh, yeah, what are you, a nerd? Yeah, stop being, <laughs> yeah. Stop being such a wuss ratchet. Fucking yeah. Put these body mods on me. Test in production. I like you better when you're being traumatized by war memories. <laughs> I like you <laughs> better when Lance Henriksen was trying to gut you like a fish. Um, yeah, so we get the we get the speed suit thing. We we cut over to Nino Sexton, who suddenly makes bail and uh, gets a package from a weird robot outside. And guess what? It's the speed suit. I kind of wonder if Megatron had to, like, look and understand what Bale was. I assume like, so. So he just had to, like, fucking check, like, Detroit Bale systems. Bale, like, a Bale bond. I mean, he stuff. knows he knows what a credit card is later. So, like, I assume he's... I mean, he's... I mean, he's hooked up to the internet. Yeah, he doesn't have anything to do other than learn shit about Earth at this point. That's fair. <laughs> he can't do anything else. And you gotta imagine that he has those really fast upload speeds. Oh, yeah. he's It's like, uh, yeah, you can just, like, fucking read the whole internet in, like, 15 minutes or whatever. He knows mm-hmm. everything now. So, we kind of see Bulkhead and Prowl. He knows about QAnon. My God. <laughs> oh, he's Lord. actually Q. He's... he's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that's been all of it, it from us today, folks. That's about the best line I'm going to say this entire episode. Let's move on. To- so Bulkhead and Prowl are hanging out with Bumblebee, and, and Prowl is trying his damnedest to be like, okay, listen, sometimes you don't want to go as fast as possible. And Bumblebee says, that sounds fucking fake. Shut up. Why wouldn't I not? Why would I not want to go as fast as humanly possible at all? Have you times? never watched Sonic the Hedgehog? What's wrong with you? I, I <laughs> yeah. live. I live by those three words. Gotta go fast. Um, and then, of course, they get immediately stuck in a traffic jam. So Prowl goes like, "What? Well, well, what if you can't go fast? What, what about <laughs> and, that, huh?" And uh, yeah, Bumblebee's like, "Scope this shit." Illegally drives on the shoulder. Yeah, well, because he sees a bunch of cops in the shoulder chasing someone, and he's like, ooh, hang on, let me impersonate a police officer real quick. But isn't Puts he a- all- kind of actually a cop, though? Not, no. I mean, I the, the Autobots are not employed by the city of Detroit. They are just honored guests. They are vigilantes. They are vigilantes. They're simply vigilantes who are, like, no, approved of. Yeah, they are of. publicly supported vigilantes, but they are yes. vigilantes. They do not answer, they do not answer to any higher... 
uh, form of governance. And uh, yeah, they, they, there's nothing to hold them accountable. <laughs> <laughs> they have uh, diplomatic immunity. There is no of... Autobot commission. There is not. So yeah, Bumblebee is 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 in pursuit, and we see that uh, Nino Sexton has robbed a bank in record time because he's got the speed suit. And I, much like Grimlock last week, we get someone saying, "Oh my God, that guy robbed the bank in a nanosec!" And he goes, "Nanosec, eh? I like it." <laughs> I have an origin story now. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! So uh, Bumblebee tries to catch up to him, but uh, for once, to... oh no! I love this. Actually, it's, he doesn't catch yeah, up to him. He runs into him. Yeah, because <laughs> like they run into each other. And Bumble- they do the fucking Spider-Man oh, yeah. pointing meme, and Bumblebee goes like, "Hey, wait a minute!" <laughs> You're like, "Well, they both do at the at the exact same time." They say, "You again." <laughs> yep. And then that's when, yeah, that's when Nanosec runs and Bumblebee tries to pursue him. Eventually, he's actually caught by Prowl. Yep. Yes. Because Prowl understands that sometimes it's best to not simply try to outrun your opponent and actually use some kind of, like, strategy. (laughs) Ninja stars. And in a, a similar way to Prowl's previous behavior coming very close to breaking some uncomfortable boundaries uh when he uh uh captures him you can see that nanosec is like thinking of getting out and proud just looks and goes stay like a dog he steps on him yeah and then says stay like a dog what is wrong with you but this prowl's got some shit going on i don't know um Prowl's writing Prowl's that that girl who had a crush on another girl in her school and didn't know how to deal with it, so she told her to wrote her letter to (laughs) leave. This is get out of my school, yep. Get out of my school. Uh, By the way, just in case you're wondering, we were already getting a little bit of the, the like foreshadowing for the eventual twist here with with, uh, Nanosec looking looking a little tired. Oh yeah. Um, Oh. But yeah, so if at some point Bumblebee fucks this whole situation up and knocks Prowl over and allows Anisek to escape, because of course he does. Um, and, and he's going so fast that for the first time he hears something, and Ooh. what he says is, "What he hears is, it's me, boy, the PS5." <laughs> um, no, I what, need you to go to the store and get me some Destronium. Listen to me. I'm speaking directly into your ear. I wonder if that's actually why PS5s are so hard to find. They're made out of destronium. That's right. Um, uh, we do, we should not forget to mention, however, uh, Bumblebee almost getting murdered by a train. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is like, also, why don't you just transform and walk off the track? I think he forgets he can transform. This happens several times. Yeah, in la- later we, we see he does forget about that. So I think he is just very stupid. Well, there is also another reason later on, which I will give them. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think it's like he's he's he just gets too focused about his vehicle mode, and he you know, but uh, bulkhead like, manages. Sir, you have legs. <laughs> bulkhead manages to stop the train. This is yeah. This is when uh, Nanosec starts getting the high frequency message, and Megatron's like, "All right, here's here's the deal." To help the Autobots save the world, we need the last four digit of your mom's credit card and <laughs> three numbers on the back. <laughs> yeah, so he tells her, all right, listen, I need you to go steal a thing from this lab and bring it here in under 10 minutes. And, and Nanosec's like, well, I don't know. I'm- Nanosec's like, I'm not doing shit for no one. 
Unless, Unless there's me. money. <laughs> and so then then Megatron literally brings up some deck's credit card. It's so funny. Also, Megatron, before he does this, Megatron's like, I'm the one who bailed you out. And Nanosec's like, cool, it sounds like you're a sucker. Damn. Basically. Like, I'm not doing anything for you just because of that. And Megatron's yeah. like, that's cool. How about this guy's entire fortune? Yeah, and you know some deck's fucking loaded. He's a fucking billionaire, probably. Yeah. Though with the rate inflation's going at this point, who knows what that'll look like in 30 years. And the amount of settlements he's had to fucking pay out to all of the, like, colossal accidents that have happened under his watch. I don't know. He's besties with the police department. I'm sure he, uh... <laughs> Well, I won't finish that sentence. <laughs> fan, fan zone breaks a few kneecaps for him from time to time. Oh um, my. Although, you know what? I don't think he's bested with the police department because of the incident with the captain's wife. I mean, I mean <laughs> a robot fucked fan zone's wife. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh, well, um, oh I thought it was something important happened. <laughs> no, no, no. no. A, a, a robot just cuckled at the chief of police. Yeah. Um, and now he I, hates. And, now that, and, this, right. and this is why he hates machines. But I, I still think he's besties because he still chose him over Meltdown. That's true. Um, Even with that. So, yeah, but but Nanosec takes the job. Uh, we And he, he grabs the Destronium and starts running. We see Bumblebee desperately trying to run time trials back at base and just not being able to beat his best time. Um, I like how he has the exact same time every single run, which makes sense because he's literally a robot. Yeah, like he's a car. He has he has a top speed. <laughs> um, and Optimus uh, comes and's like, "All right, idiots, uh, we got to go stop Nanosec. He just robbed a research lab. Everyone roll out except you, Bumblebee. You suck. Stay here. Um, don't break anything for the love of Christ. Don't break anything and do not graft any untested technology onto your ass." And then Sari goes. He didn't say anything about my shoulders. Uh, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then Sari goes. Well, what you know, you don't need Ratchet to do that. You have someone else who can meld technology to your body, which you know. I have. Oh, this is something else as well that um, earlier in the episode, I can't remember what she was doing, but she was using the key on something very insignificant, and Optimus was like, "Sorry, that's, that's not a toy." That's next like, episode. Oh, is it? Yes. Next episode is when she's doing pranks with it. This is the first. Oh, you're time right. She uses you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, you know, next episode is the one with the 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 lesson about not using the key for stupid shit. Despite this episode. Yeah. Uh, the 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 next episode is the one about not using the key to torture someone with arachnophobia. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was a spicy one. So, uh, uh, Nanosec is you know he's skating down the road. He's he's got his Destronium. And then Prime takes a big old liquid dump on the road. Yeah. Why does this keep I, happening? Why does this keep? Ha- why does this keep coming up? To be fair, when you become an Autobot of okay, a certain age. Okay, okay, okay. But look, look at the quote-unquote low friction lubricant. I know it's a big wet shit. <laughs> I I was a little confused why he didn't like tie him up while he was still standing on the low friction because he like takes him out of the low friction zone yeah. to talk to him, which promptly well, lets him run away. What do you want him to use the cum cannon? Yes, I thought it was that kind of show. <laughs> I expect no. a regular amount of cum and piss in every Transformers. Oh, episode. I'm saying I'm saying that Optimus does have a cum cannon that he, he has does. used before. 
and he does. Oh, and well, there, now there, I gotta there is, this whole show. There <laughs> is a line in next episode that really makes you wonder if the people writing this show understood that he does indeed have a cum cannon. Um, but before we get to that, yeah, he he he, he ties Nanosec up after he is out of the the lubricant, um, which allows Nanosec to start giving Optimus the fucking ATAT treatment. Yes. Uh, um, and Optimus I mean, yet not, again. Not quite as successfully because two no. legs is still harder to topple over than four when bound yeah. tightly together, but same concept. Yeah, AT-ATs doesn't have arms to deal with that. Optimus, however, does, and he, he severs his own uh, his own cabling here. And then the nanosec starts whipping him with the cable. I... I thought it was interesting. I noticed in every both episodes, the animation's not that great. And then there's like a 10 second scene where you see where they spent their budget. And in this one, I think it was the whipping scene where he like spun. And I was like, this is really well drawn for some reason. I generally think the animation on the show is pretty good. Like, I guess maybe it's because we spent so long watching Armada. <laughs> yeah, anything where, compared to our well, model is not going to be so hard. Listen, listen, David, the show has animation, which yeah. is yes. way more than we were we've been used to. <laughs> uh oh, this this I mean certainly there are episodes that look better than others. This one is is God. mostly is mostly middling. But, um, but nothing some... looks as good as G1 is gonna. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm staring I... directly into the camera. G1 is gorgeous. I hope everyone's <laughs> ready for animation errors galore. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he this animate this whipping is very lovingly animated. I will say, um, whatever that whatever that means. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, we see, we see Bumblebee with the the fucking thrusters hooked up, and and Sari plugs the key in, and they and they both uh, join the cast of Redline briefly. Yeah. Oh, that was a that was a good movie. It is. I want to talk about some fucking animation that oh yeah that was got six years hand drawn uh, to be fair that is like the only thing redline has going for it. i like redline oh, but it's not i like the soundtrack well, i think yes, the soundtrack it's not a well-written I, no movie. i mean i don't think you come for like the plot i think you come for the no. style for no sure. exactly that's what i'm saying but i'm just saying that if that's what you come for it better be good <laughs> yeah mm. so prime manages to like chop up his his uh his cable some more so he stops getting his ass whipped and then he gets bowled over by an out-of-control bumblebee, because guess what? He can't it, turn the thrusters off. It So it needs to be said that not only at this point has, you know, Optimus freed himself, but he has. Oh, yeah. he's He has him in his grasp. He has, he has nanosec. nanosec. He's <laughs> taking care of the issue, and he's so angry again. He's like, sir, have you learned nothing from the last time we spoke? <laughs> and then Bumblebee comes barreling down, and both he like optimus and sire like can't you turn this off it's like we didn't think to think we didn't think to figure out if there was a way to turn this off when we installed it we were so busy wondering if we could optimus gets knocked on his ass and bumblebee and sorry are careening towards a a, a bridge outage <laughs> and nanosec is gone he's he's out of there he's he's fucking he's fucking hoofing it um prime grapples onto Bumblebee to prevent him from careening off the edge of a bridge. However, he's slowly getting dragged down with them. Um, and Sarah goes, hey, can you fucking go in reverse? And Bumblebee goes, hey, why didn't I think of that? And then <laughs> when he goes in reverse, the thrusters also go in reverse. <laughs> and, and 
Optimus gets double pancaked. Yeah, he gets hit again. He gets like tire tracks on his face this time. Yeah, he gets Looney <laughs> he gets Looney Tunes hit this time. Yeah. Um so we cut over to Nanosec. He's he's still getting like he's getting older. He looks like he's looking older. He's like out of breath. Um and he gets caught by Ratchet, Prowl, and Bulkhead. Uh, Ratchet like grabs him with his fucking magnets, and in the process, his helmet falls off and reveals a, uh, you know. So so before he had like a big ginger um, pompadour. Again, a Teen Titans villain. He literally looks like Mad Mod. Like yeah, he is... this reminded me a lot of Teen Titans actually. Oh yeah, well I mean a lot of the same crew from Teen Titans worked on this show. Ah, that makes sense then. Um. But now that that beautiful red hair has become this this haggard gray mop of hair, and Bulkhead goes, "Didn't you used to be a redhead?" New from M Night Shyamalan, <laughs> shoes that make you old. Oh, I didn't realize the beach that made you old was actually a reference to his movie. I thought that was just some like really stupid idea that just became meta. No, no that's a real. That makes you old. It's a real movie. Beach um, that makes you old and shoes that make you old. Shoes that make you old. So <laughs> ruining. Ratchet, the shoe shining. There you go. Ratchet scans this canister and goes, "Oh, fucking hell! This is Destronium, and he has been going so fast that it is it is all agitated and might take out the entire half of the entire fucking city. So we need to uh, figure that problem out. Thankfully, uh, well, no, not thankfully. Unfortunately, Bumblebee chooses this time to uh, bust through, and he keeps doing this." And yet again, Nanosex uh, squirrels away, and he is like, <laughs> careen- he is like orbiting around this group, going like, "Oh my god, help me, please! I can't stop." Um, uh, well, my favorite thing is that he's like orbiting around them, and he's like, "Okay, I admit it. Yes, maybe not my best idea." And Ratchet just goes, "Have you tried transforming into robot mode?" And he goes, "Oh, have you tried turning it on and off again?" Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he transforms, and it uh, works. <laughs> Both Sari and Bumblebee just go like, why the fuck didn't we think of that? <laughs> Are we stupid? Yes, yes. that's the answer. Um, Optimus arrives, <laughs> uh, looking worse for wear, and he goes, okay, we're all gonna go and pursue Nanosec in our normal vehicle modes. <laughs> Glaring at Bumblebee. Yeah, very pointedly. Fucking, yes. he's he is pissed off. <laughs> uh, while they're driving down the road, Bulkhead kind of want kind of mutters to himself. Yeah, he wonders like maybe if the if the Destronium turned his hair white, and Prowl goes like, well, no, white hair in humans is usually a function of aging. And Bumblebee hears that and goes, wait a minute, I've got brain blasted. I'm going to torture this man. (laughs) Yeah, he fucking deploys his thrusters and flies off down the road. Yeah, and so, like, Optimus sees the thrusters and is like, what are you doing, Bumblebee? And he's like, using my head and my thrusters. Oh, my. And this is just grim. Yes. So, hey, do you know what good guys do? Good guys tase old men and then make them run until they die. Yes. Like you know, I feel yeah. I feel like was... Raven inflicted some fates about as bad as this in some episodes of Teen Titans. Yeah, it was legit fucked up what he did to this old guy. To this this guy, Raven can get away with it because she's an e girl. That's yeah. true. She's I mean, allowed. Raven all time like 
goth girl awakening. Bumblebee is not thing. Bumblebee is not a goth girl, and so this is a war crime. Um, yeah, he he forces Nanosec to run until he literally becomes like a billion years old and like can't move anymore. Um, so that he's dealt with, but the Destronium is still about to explode. So we should uh, and 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 Ratchet says that the only place to detonate it safely is in, like, the upper atmosphere. Like, basically in space. But they're Autobots, and so none of them can fly. Yeah, yeah. so I will I will give it to them that Bumblebee not transforming, with the thrusters at least, made sense for this part of it, where they're like, well, let's try it, fuck it. Shoulder mounts, let's go. Yeah, they basically mm-hmm. do like a multi-stage launch version yeah. of a, of a, of a um, fastball special to like get him into escape velocity. So Bulkhead hucks him. So he, all right, so it's, it's amazing. So he, Prowl is carrying him like a cat. And then both of them are standing on Bulkhead's fist. And then Bulkhead launches the wrecking ball. So they both go flying. Prowl uses his like jet pack. To boost them further, and then and then he throws Bumblebee, who then activates the launcher or the the thrusters, to then yeet the Destronium into space, <laughs> and then it explodes, and and he begins to plummet uncontrollably out of orbit. Uh, thankfully, Ratchet and Prime stop him from being Iron Gianted. Uh, oh, he is Prime uses the cum cannon in this episode. Oh yeah, I assume that's why you picked this episode for me to watch, Audrey. He, uh, well, this is, listen. Hey, you liter- picked this episode for you to watch based on your availability, my oh, friend. Oh, did I? Oh, look, there you he, go. Look, he literally gave Starscream a facial in the pilot episode of this series. So, like, <laughs> this is not primo cum cannon usage here. Um, Ugh. but yeah, so it's, it, he and Ratchet team up to like, Ratchet slows his descent and then, uh, Optimus uses the foam cannon to like cool off his red hot metal body. Uh, also, all of the paint has been stripped off of, of Bumblebee's body by reentry. He's like gray now. I assume that was like a reference to the end of Transformers the movie. Well, that's like the, was- that's like the end of the first act. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right, uh, yeah. In this universe, Cybertronians do turn gray when they die because Optimus, of course, Aww. briefly died in the pilot episode. Optimus death counter one. As Optimuses <laughs> are wont to do. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Then yeah. So he. But he's okay. Uh, I love this. I love this scene where Megatron and Sundag are watching the news and watching the extremely elderly Nanosec get arrested. And Sundag goes, "How the hell did he get that super suit?" <laughs> Megatron just goes, "I think it's an inside job." Dun dun. Imagine if he just like the entire plot broke and he just started scrutinizing Megatron seriously about how he. It's like, was it you? The entire plot line for the rest of the season gets derailed by this. It's a good thing some deck is very stupid. <laughs> right? I was like, this is all very convenient. Um, I like and and all the Autobots return home and Bumblebee or, or Prowl. I like this. Or Prowl goes up to Bumblebee and goes like, "Hey, you want to race back to the base?" Bumblebee goes, "You know what? I think I, I think me and Sorry will walk this one. I'm good." I noticed and they didn't take the upgrade off of him. So does he have it in other episodes? No, Aww. I don't believe. I, mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think he keeps the thrusters. Aww. Actually, you know, maybe he does. Um, he doesn't use it in the next episode, but he doesn't really have a cause to. Uh, anyway, yeah. Speaking of next episode, we're talking about this is this is the good one. This is a long came a spider. 
Yeah. Yes, I like this episode a lot more. So it's hey, it's Halloween time. Happy, uh, this is your Halloween episode, by the way. We're like a month early, but uh, fuck you. It's Spooktember, as Jordan and I did recorded our Halloween, our <laughs> recorded our horror manga special yesterday. So we just called it Spooktember. Look, the leaves are changing. The, the, the pumpkin spice is 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 migrating back into the land. It's basically it's basically October. Do not say these words to me. It is not even fall yet. Yeah, I haven't sent my invites for my Halloween party yet. Yeah, it is not even fall yet. I'm going on a summer vacation this weekend. Do not say these words to me. Oh, where are you going? Jersey Shore. Oh, that still counts. Um, yeah, along came to Spider. Sorry, Bulkhead, B and Prime are at a pumpkin patch. Attempting to pick out a nice big pumpkin, but Bulkhead just keeps crushing them. Perhaps you should have Bumblebee pick them up instead. With just, those just, little baby twink arms? I guess Come uh, on now. He, he can have Optimus do it. Well, I, I yeah. assume they would have Optimus do it. However, Optimus... Ratchet. <laughs> Why are all these pumpkins metal? That God, make I, no should sense. Do, I should do a Ratchet Jack-O-Lantern. Oh hell yeah! That would be really cool. Which one? This one or this one? Okay, he is. He is. It's only three lines. That's true. Um, But yeah, I love this because because Sari is basically telling him all about Halloween and trick or treating. Optimus just goes, ah, I don't know. It's like seems weird. Like so, you like to scare people and threaten them into giving you sugary treats. Sari goes, yeah, it rules actually. Mm -hmm. Um. And then Optimus gets distracted by something. He, he looks over there and he sees a big fake spider decoration over by the pumpkin patch. And he and he stares at it and he remembers. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, this is this is Optimus's answer to Thrill of the Hunt. Exactly. So it's some time in the past. Um, he, uh, so we, we got him. We got Sentinel Prime, owner of the largest chin in the galaxy. Sentinel Prime, more like Sentinel Fuck the Prime Directive. Oh, yeah. And uh, an Autobot named Elita One have all landed, the- and landed on a, on an organic planet. Being the bad bitch I pulled with my huge chin. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, so that... He literally looks like the Chad versus Virgin meme during this flashback. Well, yep. he is, his voice actor is the Tix voice actor. And so when... When they were designing Sentinel, they decided to just make him look like the Tick. Oh, that's fantastic. The Tick, now that's a great show. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all here because apparently there is a uh, there's a there's a Septicon warship that crashed here and, and you know, Alita One wants to see it for like the, the history of it. Sentinel wants it because there's probably a huge stash of energy on there. He's an evil freak. <laughs> and Optimus just says, I don't think we should be on this planet. Uh it's off limits for a reason. Yeah, so the Autobots have, like, a prime directive, like, a la Star Trek, um, which is just, like, <laughs> don't interfere with organic planets. Yeah. And Optimus is like, they land, and Optimus is like, mm, yep, this is organic, because there's webbing everywhere. Yeah, and, but, yeah, so, yeah, the, the the bad bitch I pulled by having huge chin, it seems like sitting on Alita, yeah, they're, they're together. Um, yeah, there's they just go, come on, don't be a fucking wuss. And he's like, it's my birthday, you wouldn't, you wouldn't deny me. I'm just a little birthday girl, 
come on. Unfortunately, the choice is made for all of them because the fucking floor, the 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 floor collapses underneath them, cave in, uh, and they all get dropped into a big subterranean cave system. Oops. Uh, they hear some weird noises, and, and Optimus flips on his light, and he gets the shit scared out of him by bulkhead wearing a KKK hood. I mean, a bed sheet. <laughs> it's a spooky ghost. Um. And he, he gets freaked out and leaves. And sorry, he just goes like, well, what's got he? why is he so fucking spooked? And then she tells Bulkhead, hey, you need a bigger bed sheet. This, is, this isn't going to work. Yeah. S- By so the way, I- oh, what, one other thing I should say is while, while they're all landing there is there's incredible thruple energy from them. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's yeah. very clear that Sentinel and Alita One are together. But also. But they're also both fucking Optimus. Or yeah. not fucking because they don't they <laughs> no, don't fuck know. in this universe. Maybe but they ha- maybe they just do it differently. Maybe it's like Avatar hair fucking. Like maybe they just have it in a different way. Yeah, it I was, mean, it was, just, it was just the particular technique that Optimus maybe was so it's shocked just, about. Maybe it's just spark sex. Maybe maybe they just open their literally open their hearts to each other, and there it's a beautiful go. moment where they all merge and spit energy into each other's chests um so everyone everyone's getting everyone's back at base and they're getting ready to go trick-or-treating but bumblebee is dracula that's a classic now i have some concerns isn't he dracubot or something yeah he wants he wants to suck your motor oil um <laughs> i have some concerns about bulkhead's costume about the fumigation tent yes about the fumigation tent that is still spewing chemicals mm-hmm well. Listen, it's only dangerous to organic life forms, so it's fine. <laughs> he has like a and ring of fumigation fumes around if him. You, if you think about it, it kind of is a spoiler for later on in the series. Uh, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> if you think about it. Look, irregardless of that, every kid on the street they pass should be like falling over on the fucking floor yeah. and convulsing and foaming at the mouth. Yeah. But, but yeah, one so is he's, not, one is very clearly not is all I'm saying. So he's he's a he's a, he's a sheet ghost. He grabbed a, a fumigation tent, um, and also b- bugs, dead cockroaches just fall out of his fumigation tent constantly. Mm-hmm. That's a real horror. Yes, uh, Optimus, however, is, is still being a little bit of a Halloween humbug. So sorry, decide she's going to pull a little, bit of, a little bit of a prank on him. Uh, she uses the key to lower a, a spider down in front of him, and it fucking scares the shit out of him. You know what I love about this episode in, like, comparison to Prey? Is yeah. that Black Arachnia slash Arachnid be like, I'm haunting your nightmares forever. Yep. <laughs> For very different you will, reasons. You will never be you will never be rid of me. Oh my goodness. He takes his axe to this stuffed spider. He brutalizes this spider. Yeah. I, I really appreciate this episode really goes into the psychological issues that Transformers face. He does like a fucking hibachi trick on this spider. Yeah, he does he does a fucking Zandatsu for Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> you feel it too, don't you, Jack? eats that thing's spine uh and everyone just goes <laughs> that's where the energy on is everyone just goes hey dude are you are you good <laughs> and he just and he just, he just goes up until sorry hey don't use the key for stupid pranks the all didn't give that to you as a toy we gave it to you for safekeeping and sorry sorry's kind of like 
What would you know about it? He gave it to me, not you. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go put my costume on real quick. And and while while she goes to do that, Optimus stares at the at the, the shredded spider. And yet again, he remembers. Specifically, he remembers the time he sent Lolita were ambushed by a gigantic spider. This thing is huge. Yeah. It's like the size of a house. A small house, though. It's like a, <laughs> remember, remember what there's what the Autobot scale is. That's in true. This they're, show. Like, they're like the size of a mobile home. That's still a not a spider I would want to see on the streets. No siree. Um, this is where we see Alita's like unique uh, ability. She apparently has the fu- she 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 has kind of a busted ability, frankly. Yeah. So uh, she's she's sort of a rogue character. Yeah. She can she can touch anyone and and like use their abilities. She can either like. Her Briefly, ability actually has a name. It's called Download. Yes. So she can download either their on-body attachments or download the ability to, like, use their weapons as skillfully as they do, right? Yeah. And she, like, instinctively brings that up, but Optimus goes, or, hey, don't... That doesn't work in organic life. You're not going to be able to do anything with that. Uh, thankfully, Sentinel is lying unconscious on the ground a few feet away because he immediately got his ass beat by this spider. So she just goes to grab his shield real quick and uh, uses it to drop a stalag. Now, hang on. Tight? Is that the one on the top? I believe so. Tight from the top and might from the bottom. Yeah, he drops a stalactite on the spider, killing it instantly. I'm probably totally wrong. Whatever. Get my ass. At me. He, he drops the cave spike on the spider and the spider goes splat. Um and Optimus. I just know, have my I just have my cat kill them. Seems you easier. Need, you need a big cat for that. Where's Cheetor? Where you know where is he when you need him? Um, and I rare. Where's I rarely, Ravage? I very rarely need Cheetor. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that yeah, you know, everyone gets up and Optimus just turns to him and goes, "Yeah, we should leave now, right?" And someone just says, "Eh, come on." Imagine all the energon. It's just one spider. And then uh, there are three spiders. Sentinel Prime, you will never be famous. I hate your ass. <laughs> uh, Sentinel decides to cover Optimus and Lita's retreat. Uh, but for... now, I don't understand how this happens because. Alita just runs a completely different direction than Optimus drives. Also, why doesn't. What does she transform into? She never transforms in these flashbacks, so we never know what she uh, she transforms into. Um, she she transforms into a strip of flypaper. Yeah. What if, what if she transforms into like a like a non ambulatory object? Transforms into like a paperweight. She's the wrong. Yeah, she's, she's the wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that Optimus. Uh, you know, he he's he snaps out of that flashback, and we see. Sorry's Halloween costume. It's it's Optimus. It's and cute. But it's also like very energy. It's like, are you proud of me, Dad? And yes. it's like and Optimus is like, Dad is having an out-of-body experience. Sorry. Yes, sorry. Dad is dissociating pretty heavily right now. You're gonna have to get back to me. I do like that she, you know, she is the oh, I'm Optimus Prime. Blah, 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 and he just goes, I don't sound uh, like that. <laughs> this is brilliant. Do I? <laughs> but uh the, the three head out to trick or treat. You know, get get some candy. I wonder what the Autobots are getting out of this, right? Like, what well, what treats do they have? 
Because we know, thanks to Transformers the movie, we know that the treats do exist. You know, there was actually um, someone created like tra- uh, Cybertronian candy using um, Dolly. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, like generated a bunch of images of like <laughs> Cybertronian, ca- and it was like it was things like I'm trying to to think of what it was, but it was like rust jellies and um like oil biscuits or something stuff like that <laughs> but it's still just reese's cups you know just just everyone just loves those well the, the the funny thing about the reese's cup is that every every technologically advanced society throughout the universe eventually invents the reese's cup in one way or another <laughs> yeah exactly. you've heard of carcinogenization so this is the same thing except it's <laughs> reese's cups every confectionery eventually turns into a reese's cup right it so evolves it- into a reese's cup correct it's like how every society on Earth has like a flood myth. Every every civilization, once they get advanced enough, does make a Reese's cup of some kind. It was interesting, actually. We just covered that in Shonen Flop, a flood myth story, where um, a, my friend who does research for the show found out it's because of all the flooding that happened a few thousand years ago across the planet, as uh, there was kind of like an end of a soft ice age. Yeah. And yeah. that's why it's so prevalent, which I thought was really interesting. And most early civilizations uh, settled near rivers, and so flooding would have been very frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bad flood can really, really fuck your shit up when <laughs> you're you're in the fucking Bronze Age. So yeah, but they're trick or treating. Unbeknownst to them, however, they are being stalked by a gigantic robotic spider. Whoops. Well, it doesn't remain unbeknownst to them, to all of them, for very long. Yeah, I love this. So, so they go to their first house, and Bumblebee looks up and sees a gigantic spider climbing on top of it. And it starts freaking out, obviously. And then Bulkhead looks up, and it's not there anymore. <laughs> this is the... I don't even know. This is like the Twilight Zone of Transformers. It Actually, is. That would have been cool if this entire episode was in black and white. Briefly, it is a Twilight Zone episode where, where Bumblebee is like, I, I saw it! I saw a gremlin! I saw a spider on the edge of the plane! <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Great reference. Um... But so I love this bit where, where Bumblebee is like telling them all about the giant spider and then Optimus, who has been listening into their comms, radios and goes, Hey, wait, can you describe that again? And Bumblebee and does. Just like, yeah. Well, first Bumblebee's like, What the fuck, dude? Have you just been <laughs> listening to us this entire no, no, time? No, That's kinda even, creepy, it's even, bro. It's even better. He just he he repeats it first, then he pauses for a while and he goes, Yeah. Wait, have you been have you been listening to our comms this whole time? Why? And Optimus does, just says, I'm on my way, don't move. <laughs> no, Optimus, I don't mean to tell you your business, but what the fuck, my man? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you transform into someone who's not so fucking weird? So he's, he's tearing up the road, and he once again remembers. Uh, Optimus is the, is the one to find the crashed Decepticon warship back on, on Spider Planet. Um, and yeah, there is a gigantic stockpile of Energon cubes within. Along, and, he, and he also sees some weird white orbs. And he goes, that's weird. I've never heard of an Energon orb before. It's weird that, that you don't recognize <laughs> these. Have you not seen Dark of the Moon? Uh, oh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, Revenge of the Fallen. That's all the eggs. That's all oh, the eggs. You've that's really all- made sacrifices for your transformed knowledge if you've seen all of the, the oh. Michael Bay films. Oh, I saw, I saw the last three in movie in theaters oh you you poor thing i've still never seen the last night somehow i've I've managed to avoid it i have seen all of the others though at least twice each um i couldn't tell you why 
I couldn't and tell you what happened in it. All I remember of the last night, literally, is the last scene in it. Where he goes to <laughs> Oh, no, that's the... No, 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 the Unicron. Yes. The Unicron reveal, where it's yes. like... I was like, oh, this would actually be cool if you ever did anything with it, and then they proceeded not to. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you find... So, there, of course, it's a huge spider nest, and the eggs start hatching. Um, Alita one catches up and he, she goes, okay, where so this is where you went. Oh God, that's a lot of spiders. Yeah. Great. Googly moogly. Yeah. So they got to get out of there. Um, thankfully Energon is pretty volatile. So they're able to like blow some of these cubes up. Also Alita like nabs Optimus's, uh, grappling ability. And he goes, all right, remember we got to be quick because that doesn't last forever. And she goes, yeah, it'll be fine. Don't worry. Nothing traumatic will happen to me at all. I will definitely survive this. I'm and taking a big bite of cereal and I'm going to survive this. <laughs> so they're 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 scaling up, they're they're blowing up all these energon piles behind them, they're grappling away, they're home free, and then the download effect fades and and Alita fucking plummets directly back into the spider nest, which is also exploding. And she died forever. And they, yeah, then and then before Optimus can go back, the the explosion starts getting worse. Sentinel arrives and goes, "Oh my God, we have to go back for her." But yeah, uh, so now now we understand a little bit about Sentinel's deal. Yeah, because as we see here, uh, because they, he blames Optimus for losing the bad bitch he pulled with his giant chin. Yeah, so they they get they get topside, and immediately after that, Sentinel goes, "All right, we got to go back." And then they turn around, and there's just a fucking gigantic fireball bursting out of the earth optimus scans for alita's life signs and finds nothing yeah now they still would have gone back if they had found alita's life signs yes but they it, they're like oh she's dead and sentinel's like fuck you dude <laughs> but you know Trusting that whack-ass technology is it fair no it's obviously mostly sentinel's fault that they're here in the first place but you know, Sentinel is just that kind of guy, uh, and he's he's held a grudge against Optimus ever since, pretty clearly. Um, and I would imagine that this is probably the event that caused Optimus to like wash out of the Autobot Academy. Oh yeah. Um, Listen, one part of his thruple's dead, and the other thru- part of his thruple hates his guts. So. Yep. Guess I gotta go be a space bridge technician on the edge of the world. Oh, you well. gotta ghost. The only way to get out of that is to fully ghost them. <laughs> Back in the present, Bumblebee is still really afraid of that giant spider. Um, and Bulkhead goes, "I don't know, man. Giant alien life forms coming to Earth in secret and walking among the populace." Oh wait, hang on a minute. I forgot what show I was in. Briefly, sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> literally, they're like, it, "We're we're here. Yeah, we, we are here." Um, and they're like, all right, we'll keep our scanners on high alert and we'll catch any suspicious activity. And as they are talking, sorry, gets webbed up and dragged slowly towards the spider. But it's Um, chill. It's fine. They, they get her free pretty easily. And then black arachnia transforms into robot mode. And, And this is the point where she's like, you wouldn't, I'm just a little guy. You wouldn't hit a little guy. And it's my oh. birthday. Yo, I'm just a poor, helpless little lady. And then she makes Bulkhead so horny, his jaw falls off. And then she knocks his ass out. Yes. <laughs> she stabs him with her weird, like, spider She downloads spikes. him. She downloads him. And, but unlike, because obviously this is Alita 1, 
Unlike when she was Alita 1, where she just touches you, uh, this time she drains your life force along with it. So, so you know. Well, no, she does a, a she download and yeah. an, uh, yeah, she does a download and also an upload and the upload is poison. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> paralyzes you. Um, so, the, yeah, this is Black Arachnia's, like, proper debut. She was in the first episode very briefly in, in, in sort of silhouette. And, you know, you might have noticed that she's a fair bit smaller than most of the other Decepticons in this show. And that's because she was not originally a Decepticon, as we'll learn later. But, uh... Oh, I mean, know, we already learned that. Yeah. Well, well, well we will yeah, learn it. Sure, sure. Okay, Over the course yes. of this episode, we will learn it. But we, the audience, and, and us on the podcast, know it. Anyway, yeah. this... All right. Spider-Bots... Spider lady robots over the course of Transformers have always been, uh, shall we say, smoke shows. Yes. This black this black arachnia is like, I they they really went all out on this one in terms of the like, we're making this one hot. In terms of the dump truck ass, you yes. really think this is the one, not arachnid? Okay, well she's different. That's not black arachnia. I am just talking about black. But arachnia. you talk no, you said the spider bots. I okay. I said spider bots are usually the sexy femme fatales, but I was comparing her mostly to Beast Wars Black Arachnia. Um, oh, okay. Well, yes, obviously she's the hotter one of the two of those two. Yeah, because you know, unfortunately, Beast Wars is is stuck being a a mid nineties uh, CGI I think, show. I don't think there's a, a single character rendered in Beast Wars style. And unfortunately, <laughs> in Beast Machines, Black Arachnia looks uh, like that. So this one is definitely like this is the sexy one. Also, it doesn't hurt that she is voiced by Cree Summer. Oh yes, um, and she re- she is really putting like just oozing the the sensuality in this role here. Uh, so yeah, she stabs Bulkhead, she stabs Bumblebee, and she goes. Sorry, it's like all right, it's okay. The they're 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 I, I've stopped the bad robots, and Sorry just goes, fuck you. <laughs> they were my friends. Yeah, I really. What I really like it, uh, about this episode is it takes on the uh, like again. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but the femme fatale Powerpuff Girls villain kind mm-hmm. of thing, where yes. she's like, she's like, "Don't worry, I got rid of the men. We're good now." Yeah, Although, and she meets it like this isn't a trick. Like she's genuinely like, "I have saved this young girl." From these evil Autobots. Yeah. Um, and so she's trying to get Sari to give her the key. Because Sari is trying to reboot Bulkhead with it. But Black Arachnia says, oh no, my uh, my Venom is organic. So the, the AllSpark won't work on it. But maybe if you give it to me, I can help you. <laughs> Let me try anyway. Um, and that's when Optimus arrives to, to sort of stop Black Arachnia. Um, and of course, Black Arachnia recognizes him instantly. Uh, she goes like, ah, the rumor. So the rumors are true. The rumor comes out. <laughs> so okay, at some point during this, this Optimus is prime. Is it this fight or the fight they have later where she says this fucking thing about his about him wanting to give her a face full of foam? Oh shit! Did you not catch that? She literally no. goes, "I know, I know how badly you want to give me a face full of foam." And I like pause for a minute. I was like, "Wait, what?" No, I did not. What is ha- What is happening here? Hmm. I mean, that's half the art of making the show is what can you get away with? Oh yeah, and that like I'm the... someone was proud of that line. <laughs> I think it might be on the rooftop where she says this. It's like, you know, it I might know how, be. I know how badly you want to give me a face full of foam, but I gotta bounce. Um, 
So yeah, she she fights. So by the way, one thing is that uh, along with Bumblebee's stinger, she has also stolen Bulkhead's strength. So she is lifting Optimus up with one arm and tossing her around the fucking neighborhood. Well, there's there's a moment, a really nice moment actually, where she goes to do way more damage to Optimus. She has yeah. she like has him by the throat, and then she like looks into his eyes and like. She can't softens do it. And softens and, like, you know, wrestle throws him instead. Yeah, she can't. She's she's going to drain. She's going to stab him with the venom, but she, like, she can't do it. Uh, but she can kidnap the child, so she does that. And she does it. She, spider bot, spider yes. bot, does what non-organic bots cannot. Yeah, she, she's literally spider-manning around Detroit. I love that, you know, Sarah's like, ah, you, you fucking wait. Optimus is going to get up here and he's going to chop you into tiny little pieces and he's going to, and then she just like. Well, sprays. no, I, I, I want to be very, very specific about what word Sarah uses. She says into itsy bitsy pieces. Yes, with his axe. And then she, and then Black Riding just gags her with some webbing. Just goes, shut up. Holy shit. Um, Optimus Fuck does girl manage- power. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Optimus does manage to intercept them, uh, and they they land on a roof here, and then he kind of frees. No, he doesn't free. Uh, no, he does free. Sorry, that's right. Um, briefly. Right. So this is she- when this uh, they start fighting. I, I do. I really like this fight scene they have here. Uh, there's a lot of good poses that they do. Yeah, there's like- something very um, dance like about Black Arachnia's moves. Yes, very much so, and and you know she she says uh, you know I, I, he, she knows all his moves, and he's like, wait a minute, I've never met you before, unless, unless, and she goes, that's right, I'm your ex girlfriend, and let me tell you how I survived, and so we we flash back, um, during the explosion, this is like legitimately horrifying, by the way. Yeah. Um, like I said, if you if you had a transformation or inflation fetish before watching this episode, now you don't. So out of out, out of <laughs> desperation, sorry, out of, out of desperation, surrounded by these gigantic spiders in the middle of a cave-in, uh, she tried to use her ability on them, right as a bunch of them stabbed her with venom, and so she downloaded the organic venom, which causes her to like balloon up in weird organic meaty bits it kind of looks like thrust dying actually. it does i need to get that, that reminds me. I need to, I yeah need we to get need that, that emoji i've got i've got the, i've got the picture saved i just gotta i just gotta make uh, yeah. bring his beautiful face into face to life so yeah she like was warped into this like techno organic form uh by this accident um and optimus realized that the reason he couldn't detect her her life signal is because her organic half was like interfering with his scanners and he's like listen if i if either of us had detected you we would have gone back to you in a heartbeat and, he's, and she's like oh yeah and i would have gone back with you and i would have ended up on cybertron and i would have been chopped up on a fucking experimentation table listen i know what kind of scientists are on cybertron <laughs> i've met perceptor that guy talks when fucking like Microsoft Sam voice. Jaxus might not be in this universe, but fuck buddy. Well, as far as we know, he might be out there somewhere. <laughs> the horrifying thought. So, Animated yeah. Animated Jaxus, 
Christ, sorry. So she goes like, yeah, I I didn't want to go back with the Autobots, so I decided, why not throw my lot in with the Decepticons? Because at least I know where I stand with them. It is really interesting uh, in the Transformers comics how the Decepticons literally are like the the culture of the people. And they're kind of, I'm trying to think of a good way to say, but they're essentially like, what if unions were evil? They, yeah, well, in IDW specifically, they started as this, like, yeah, this proletariat revolution, mm-hmm. and then things uh, the got issue out with of the control. Pro- yeah, the issue with the proletariat revolution is that it was for Cybertronians and Cybertronians only, yes. and Megatron's like, what if we did a genocide now? What if we created a vast Cybertronian empire again, and what if it was for Cybertronians only, and what if we started cyberforming planets again, like, you know? Yeah, Cybertron by the people for the people, but the people are only Cybertronians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, horseshoe theory is a hell of a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this aspect of Black Arachne's character, the like, the sort of conflicted loyalty, is 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 something that she even had in uh, in Beast Wars because Black Arachne and Beast Wars is a maximal protoform that was hacked by Predacons, and so so you know she she has these the, like a foot. In each world, and I'm glad they kept that aspect of her character here. Uh, then she she grabs the key from Sari and reveals, like, oh yeah, actually, you know that thing I said about the key being unable to uh, affect organic matter? Yeah, that was bullshit. I lied. And she plugs it into her chest uh, and says, alright, I'm gonna purge my organic half forever. And this, okay. So this is like... This is te- this. Um, imagine the scene. Like we don't see any any footage of like the people of Detroit in this. We only see leaves shriveling. But just imagine what's happening right now as this wave of decay just blasts out from Black Arachne and it instantly withers Sorry into like a fucking old baby. And Sorry's <laughs> so betrayed by this. Yeah, listen, episodes that make you old. <laughs> we we've really had a theme this week, but yeah, like yeah, she says, um, but sorry, so betrayed said... by this, and she's yeah, like, she... I, yeah, I thought you said that it wouldn't affect organics, and Black Arachne is like, mm, guess I lied. Whatever, uh, and then sucks she suck. she sucks the suck. She eats sorry off the roof. Uh, thankfully, Bulkhead and Bumblebee are there to catch her. I love so Bumblebee catches her by having Bulkhead eat him up. He transforms into car mode and like falls down. But, like, all his tires just explode and his airbags go off. Yeah, I was like, this is not... Sa-. I'm like, couldn't Bulkhead have, like, caught him? Into the- yeah, got into him by that point. Like, surely we you didn't need to fall that hard. Uh, but regardless, it just... Every- it- imagine everyone in Detroit becoming old. That's what happened here. Like, we don't see any of it. But just, like, every all of those trick-or-treaters are just, like, writhing on the ground collapsing into piles of flesh it's just the children just slowly becoming men and just they all look like destroying their costumes they all look like fucking that one guy from meltdown colossus Rhodes. just a bunch of shriveled old prune people uh but thankfully before that can go any further uh optimus tries to get the key out of black arachne because Turns out you cannot purge the organic half of your, like, form without uh, killing you because it's a part of you. And so she's dying. 
so he he manages to reach out and plug and, and pluck it out of her head of her neck uh, which thankfully reverses all of the aging waves be real bad if it didn't uh <laughs> i i was legit expecting this to be a two-parter and i was gonna be like audrey um this is a bit of a weird combination episodes you picked for me uh, if it was a two-parter we would have had we, we probably would have done both parts we we don't like to split <laughs> we those definitely would have done we definitely would have done yeah. both parts um, <laughs> but this this is when we yeah this is when we the, the more of the thruple energy comes up because like now now optimus is like holding black arachnia all tender and the music is coming up and he goes like stay with me you know that tara um strong video where she's like i have something to tell you come closer yes closer closer i'm a 12 year old boy yep that's what happened so yeah he's like please just stay with me black stay with me alita i will find a cure together she Um, goes optimus come closer 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 (laughs) yep stabs him with the the spider spikes steals his grappling hook um but i I do like him going like i want to earn back your trust you know yeah uh, and, and she re- and she responds, you know, it's going to take me a really long time to ever trust an Autobot again, especially you. Yeah, don't trust a hoe, never trust a hoe, don't trust a hoe, don't trust her. And she escapes. Uh, we later see uh, Optimus returning Sari's key in the pumpkin patch, and I like them going like, you know, they're, they're basically like, uh, so, you know, you're supposed to say trick or treat. And it's a cute little scene where Sari goes like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't use the key for like jokes it was gifted to me by god <laughs> i should maybe i mean not that. my god but a god so a god and you know surely she will uh take this to heart in the future um please don't look at the, i'm sure please don't look at the next episode <laughs> yeah she, I, I is think it just I, called sorry fucks everything up with the key might as well um <laughs> oh god yeah, I mean, in general, I would say that uh, everyone's really, really good about internalizing the lessons they learn episode to episode. I feel like Sorry does get better at, uh, over time, and I think even in the next episode, she's like, "Well, I probably shouldn't use this," but she does. She does it anyway because she is twelve. Um, I do like. I do like the last thing that happens here is that like Bumblebee hobbles over to her with all his yes. tires and be like. <laughs> Can I convince you to use it one more time, please? <laughs> please help. I'm in so much pain. All he he basically got like four compound fractures fucking jumping from the falling from the sky. All of his all of his uh silicon um like uh, uh injections in his tits and ass burst. And Bulkhead goes, "Say, hey, Optimus, who is that like crazy hot spider lady?" And he goes, Someone I never should have left behind. And, you know, I like this ending because you know one thing I've always uh, appreciated about shows that like respect their target audience is that some shows are like no listen. Sometimes you end an episode on a fucking bummer note, all right? Like here where we just cut to Black Arachnia like sobbing on a rooftop because she's fucking alone. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Sometimes you I, mean, I know that. that fe- I know that feel. It's like the yeah, ending who of. Who could uh, ever love a monster like her? It's uh, it's like the ending of book three of Korra, where it's just like, yeah, the ending is just zooming in on Korra. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She's just yeah. in like a wheelchair. Crying. Well, yeah, sometimes you just got to end it on a fucking sad note, and you don't got to, like, do a, do, a, do a last little upbeat. Uh, to be fair, there's, like, no other note that they really could have ended on if they wanted Black Arachnia to be a recurring character. For sure. And, and they do. They did. Um, so, yeah, she's just around now on Earth. That's probably fine. 
Oh uh, yeah, that's a, that's along came a spider. Yet again, another, you know, another pairing of like, yeah, this one's the Teen Titans episode. This one delves deeper into the characters, like backstory and and trauma. Um, and uh, yeah, so like that. That's uh, that's our episodes for this week. We have some fucking questions, including this is exciting. We got one on Twitter. Did we really? We got one on Twitter. Huh. I know. It's crazy. What do you know? Let's do that one first. That's right. Marauding Captain Z Mama Yamcha on Twitter asks, which bots on both sides go absolutely ham for those silly slash shitty rings they put on cupcakes, like those crappy plastic spider rings? I feel like Bumblebee's the only yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say Bumblebee for sure. Yeah. Oh, actually Blitzwing. But oh, just random. Yeah, you know the fucking random Blitzwing is all over those. Absolutely. It's like, Ooh, look at them. I am all blinged out. And he's got like ring pops and spider uh, spider see, rings and all that shit. I see I wakes see. up to their, their hands covered in plastic and is like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I guess you see Hot Rod just <laughs> flexing it. All right. In the Discord, we have a bunch more questions. Um, Black Arachnia Lovebot asks, if we take IDW's gender explanation as canon to animated, is Alita One's Choker a gender affirmative mod? Which I assume I assume Cass is talking about the uh, explanation in Lost Light and not the explanation that Simon yes. Furman had put forward. Yes, the explanation in Lost Light being, they explored out, they discover gender in other places, they're like, this rules actually and uh, I'm a woman. I would like to be that. Um, yeah. Yes. I'm going to say yes. I choose to believe that 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 is also the the, the case in uh, in animated universe because there's no there's no uh, there's no evidence to uh, suggest otherwise. Well, I mean, I don't think, I don't think unless it's anyway. unless it's uh... <laughs> the one case you're probably thinking unless of is a, is a is a is a is an outlier. <laughs> no, 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 oh no, I'm not thinking of another case. I'm just saying, what if the choker is instead like Liz's Liz Truss's O ring? Said no, but. I'm sorry, what? You don't know about Liz Truss's O-ring necklace? Oh, no. Okay. I don't think I want to know about Liz Truss's O-ring So, Liz Truss... So, everyone has been discussing about whether, like... The the actual compelling argument that um, Liz Truss is in, like, a public... A semi-public BDSM relationship with her husband. Because she wears this... She has, like, a legitimate O-ring necklace that she's seen wearing in, like, every photo that has been taken of her in, like, the last six months. And people are like, that's just a day caller. Britain, you gotta get your shit together. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on over there, but, like... And there's also the stuff that she, about the affair she had with the MP and how... Like, she had to repair the relationship with her husband after that, and, like, what... Anyway, there's, like, really compelling evidence that that is a day... That Liz Truss is wearing a day collar, is all I'm gonna say. Well, Black Rain of Love, but also asks, thought, uh, thoughts on Alita 1's different design than her usual one? This is a very different Alita 1. You know, most Alita 1's, they got the pink, they got the, the horns. Um, this one is, like... I like this design. It's not reminiscent of any Alita ones that I know of, though. I mean, the design does very little for me, but that's because the design isn't supposed to do anything. Exactly. It's because like, she's supposed to turn into Black Arachnia. So it's like, so I don't think it's as strong as almost any other Alita one, but it's not supposed to be, so fine. Exactly. Um, also from Black Arachnia Lovebot, any other special abilities that could have terrible unforeseen consequences? 
I mean, any? I f- yeah, I feel like it's ratchet magnets are dangerous, and I feel like some bad shit could happen if Ratchet's not careful, which thankfully he is. And we've also already seen what happens when his outlier abilities are misused. For That's evil. right. So. That's right. When, you know, uh, Bishop from Wayland yutani just uh, steals it and uses it to chloroform people. Um, let's see. If you were put on a teleporter with some animal, which would you hope it to be? Frilled lizard. Uh, my, my, my specific cat. Oh, God. I mean, if you can fit him on the teleporter, he's pretty good. <laughs> Shut up. Leave my, leave my oversized Listen, cat alone. <laughs> I used to have a very big cat. I used to have mm-hmm. a cat who was about your cat size or bigger. Um, he was a big motherfucker. He was so big that people would regularly comment on, like, that's a really big cat whenever people would visit my house. And I would always think, well, surely he's not that big. Because I didn't really regularly interact with any other cats. And then one day I interacted with another cat and went, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's what, what is, a cat's supposed to look what like. What is this animal? What is this beast living in my home? He yeah. had a he had a big uh, primordial pouch. That was, his, that was his big thing. You got any, David? Uh, no, unfortunately not. You wouldn't want to get combined with any animal in some kind of horrible teleporter experiment. Uh, besides the ones I've already been combined with, I mean, I would say it would be nice to be merged with a capybara, just because maybe it would give me a sense of mindfulness. You know, yeah, just chill vibes. That that is the capybara's like evolution as it just became the chillest animal in existence yeah comrade uh, q asks if the tfa cast had beast modes instead of the regular alt modes what do you think they'd be bumblebee would be a bee that's right he'd, he'd be one of the big minecraft bees bumblebee i think oh sorry bulkhead i think we discussed being an elephant right yes last time or a hippo just something like large and sort of clumsy I mean, Optimus would be a gorilla. I don't think this. I, don't I, I, no, say, I don't think. I don't think. No, I, think, I, I think this I Optimus. I actually do. I actually do. So I was gonna say, not just because of Beast Wars, but because of his like shape. Right. He, he is... has the like shoulder to waist ratio of a gorilla. <laughs> but consider this. What about a lion? You know, like a heroic, golden-hearted lion. Eh. Prowl as a panther. Or, or some f- form of big cat. Yeah. Uh, and Ratchet, Ratchet, we've already discussed him looking like an old cat, so he he's Grumpy Cat. Yes. So, okay, he's like an elderly battle-scarred tiger or something. Uh, Aurora Animated asks, what is your ideal Transformers Halloween costume? I mean, I guess my Starscream cosplay. Yeah, I was about to say, you actually have a, a, a yeah. Transformers costume. I don't know if I have an ideal one. I don't know. Whichever one, I, Cyclonus, I guess. I would be Cyclonus because I like him. What would your non-Transformers Halloween costume be? I haven't worn. A, I haven't worn a Halloween costume in like years. I usually just wear whatever cosplay I've been working on, but um, I'm going to be too lazy to do that this year. So uh, I don't know. What, what about you, Davy? Uh, sorry, you broke up for a second. What was the question? Not my what, uh, girlfriend just got home, so she was making a little bit of noise. What oh, is sorry. your what is your what would your non Transformers Halloween costume be? And also your I guess your Transformers Halloween costume. <sighs> so that's a good question. I I'm trying to remember what I'm going for as this year. I think one of my favorites was 
I I don't even know. I so to be perfectly honest, I actually don't like dressing up for Halloween despite throwing Halloween parties. So my girlfriend always makes me dress up as something, so I'll have to ask her and get back to you about what I'm doing this year. Um, I would say as a Transformer, I definitely think it would be fun to go with Starscream, because it would just be great to really know what it's like to constantly feel like betraying everyone at all time. I will say, I've never been more popular at a con than when I cosplayed Starscream. Ah, there you go. That was that was definitely the most photos I've ever gotten taken of myself, <laughs> and I had a shitty paper crown that oh, I man. brought with me, what and I asked if... Like whenever a Burger someone... King crown? I was thinking I tried to get a Burger King crown, but I couldn't fit, find one. So I just got, I mean, a sim- similar concept, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, whenever someone asks to take a photo, I ask crown or no crown. Or I made it also asks, is the reason spiders lend themselves to being sexified the webs? It's got to be the webs, right? Yes. It's also like, okay. This is going to sound fucked, so I'm sorry about that. But it oh it is, like, the, the like, body shape. It ha- Like, spiders have something that is very close to, like, an hourglass body that is, shape. With that the- is true. Spiders, uh, just and it's sort of across the, the, the species, do have fat dumpies. Yeah, so... And that sounds fucked to say. Like, I don't want to fuck a spider. But, like, if you, if you are j- using an animal as an inspiration for something than going by general shape, like its shape does lend itself to sexier designs more than a lot of other animals do. The webs definitely also don't hurt. Um, also like certain spiders have like the, the black chitin. So I was like, Ooh, it's like shiny leather gloves or something uh, like, the, and I th- like the James I think, and the giant peach spider lady. And I think there's something in like, at least in the u.s and i think in english-speaking countries in general about like the associations that spiders have with like femme fatale stuff like the fact that the most dangerous one's called a black widow you know like there's there are all these associations with spiders that are specifically about like female archetypes so daphnis asks what would be this roster of autobots favorite autumn things all All of them like which one of the there we go. I mean, that's just if you're a human, you you enjoy apple cider donuts. Now, here's my question: mm-hmm. Which one of them is the pumpkin spice fiend? Secretly, it's Prowl. Oh my! I was also going to say secretly Prowl. I think. I mean, I, I think. I think both. not secretly. It's Bumblebee. Yes. But secretly, it's Prowl. Oh, do not give that boy caffeine. He does not need it. It. it you don't have to do a PSL. There's other pumpkin spice things. That's true. He keeps trying to order pumpkin spice lattes, but Prowl keeps swapping his out for decaf. Bumblebee does not know this. What he gets instead is uh, froth milk with just pumpkin spice syrup in it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Aurora Animated actually has a good question here. Hey, so how do allegiance symbols work? Is there like a guy who sells them? Is there just a guy who is paid to weld it on? Well... In animated in particular, in a future episode, we will see the ritual of the Decepti-brand. Yeah. So that should give you a clue as to at least how the Decepticon badge is uh, applied. Um, and she also asks, did Doubleface have to go to two different places to get the emblem on both forms? Well, I think he was simply uh, gifted that by his dark master, Unicron. Yeah, the devil gave him badges. Yeah. I've got the hookup. Don't worry. Romulus Prime asks, crossover. If you had to do a crossover with Transformers Animated and another lost robot tar- cartoon that got canned too soon, there's a lot, 
what would you choose? And what would uh, the uh, crossover episode be about? I think the best fit is my life as a teenage robot. I think that's really good for um, for TFA, but my my vote is for Symbiotic Titan. Oh, that's also a good. I think there. I think that also had some crew from this work on it. I believe. I'm not surprised. It was like around the same era. I think that was another Derek J. Wyatt show, if I'm not mistaken. It was Gendy Tartakovsky. Oh, it was. It was Gendy Tartakovsky. That dude has had some pretty nasty luck with uh, shows getting canceled, but as a result, he's become like he has infinite cachet basically because he's the guy yeah. who made Samurai Jack, so he can do whatever he wants. Although someone's like, yeah, sure, you can make your hyper-violent, dialogue-free dinosaur-riding show, Yurgendi Tartakovsky. He he slaved away in the Hotel Transylvania mines for years to get the opportunity <laughs> to do that. Um, Black Arachnia Lovebot asks, do you think Black Arachnia wanting to rid herself of part of her is a metaphor for something? No, what, what, could, it, what could it possibly be a metaphor None of for? us are trans here. <laughs> Why don't we save the last couple episode uh, questions for next week, since I know David has to get going. Sure. Yeah, uh, that'd be much appreciated. All right. um, okay, well, David, thank you for c- coming on. Um, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the internet. No, uh, you can find us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we are Shonen Flop. That's S-H-O-N-E-N-F-L-O-P. You can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast or our website ShonenFlop.com. And thank you again so much for having me on your show. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, thank you for coming on. Um, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. You can also listen to the other podcast I do called Pod of Greed. That's about Yu-Gi-Oh! And you can find that on uh, at uh, Pod of Greed cast on Twitter. Um, you can also listen, uh, give, give a, a couple dollars to the Moonshot Network. So you can listen to the things that I've guessed on the Moonshot Network. I just recorded a couple episodes of last week of Champs in the Making, a Pokemon showdown bracket. Um, and, uh, got to be on for episode 69, which was the funny Champs After Dark episode. I'm Nero. You can find me on Twitter at Dragonsmoocher. You can find my various other projects in various other places, such as Radio Free Heidelin, a comprehensive Final Fantasy XIV online podcast I do with my friend Jane. That is at Heidelin Radio. I also did a show about the 2018 She-Ra uh, Netflix series with her. That is the, at Podcast of Power. And I'm sometimes on Disney Minus Pod uh, for the, the actual movie episodes, not the Kingdom Hearts stuff. Uh, that is, And the uh, latest episode is... The Incredibles. Next up on on the show is going to be the Rescuers. Another good one. Yeah, sort of a lesser known one. I think uh, it's kind of faded into obscurity compared to a lot of other animated Disney. Uh, but yeah, and of course you can find us uh, the podcast on Twitter at Brian Cuts Pod, and a link to our Discord in the uh, in the link in our bio there, where you can join in for semi-sporadic jackbox nights and of course i will be streaming revenge of the fallen after this season is done god help me and all of you frankly but until then um, i am going to see a lady so hot my jaw unhinges and crumbles away to the floor and then transform and roll out to the emergency room i'm going to go to the beach that makes me old transform and roll out <laughs> i am going to go say hello to my girlfriend who just got home 10 minutes ago 
All right. Thanks, everyone. Peach. <laughs> Peach. Peach.